Good day, everyone. Welcome to church today. What a great day it is. Happy Easter to you all. Let's begin our time as people are still making their way in. Uh, let's stand and let's sing to our risen King. He is the King of Kings. So let's uh, sing in praise, thankful praise to him now. Oh, we do praise you, our God. Uh, we bring you our, our praise and our thanks for um, the wonderful uh, news that we celebrate today of Jesus, our crucified and risen King. Uh, thank you for the great hope that this brings us, the sure and certain hope uh, of resurrection and eternal life for all who believe. Thank you for your great love for us in Christ. Uh, we rejoice in his wonderful name. Amen. Please uh, be seated. And wow, it's great to see you all here on this very special day. 
Uh, so welcome along. If, um, if I can ask you, if you're in the side roads, if we can sort of squish along, if there are spare seats, little gaps, it might help for some that are still coming in. It's uh, really great to have you all with us. Of course, welcome to you all and welcome back to many of you. Many of us were here just two days ago uh, on Good Friday, of course, reflecting on the good news that Jesus willingly and sacrificially died for us, for our sins. He gave up his life uh, so that and took the wrath that we deserve so that we can be forgiven and made right with God. That is good news, isn't it? But of course, thankfully and importantly, the story doesn't end there, does it? Um, in the passage we're looking at today, it tells us that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and was buried but he rose again on the third day, uh, gloriously and victoriously. Friends, Christ is risen. He is risen. That's profoundly good news, isn't it? And uh, as we'll hear today, our faith stands or falls on the truth of it. But the truth is that Christ is risen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. And so today is a special day. We always celebrate Jesus' death and resurrection, but how wonderful we have a, a special day to do that, to celebrate um, Jesus' resurrection and to reflect on the saving power and transforming power of this gospel, this good news. Uh, so that's what we're going to do today. Uh, so a very warm welcome to each and every one of you, uh, especially if you're visiting with us. Thank you for joining us today. You might be down staying for the weekend down in this beautiful part of the world and you've decided to join us. So we're very thankful for that, and are really glad you're here. And we'd like to invite you, if you don't have to shoot off uh, straight away afterwards, we want to invite you to join us uh, with some morning tea, grab a tea and a cup of tea or coffee, and a hot cross bun. We'll have some hot cross buns available there too. And I believe for you kids, there might be some chocolate Easter eggs floating around. Just, just saying. Yeah, we'll leave it there. Um, it is an all-in service today, so we don't have any separate kids programs. Isn't that great? We can be all together here. Uh, so uh, welcome to uh, all of you and kids included. Uh, as parents, um, you hopefully grabbed a clipboard for kids um, who would like to use that clipboard during uh, the service. If you haven't got one, you can go out and grab one. There's also a kids' corner up the back um, for if you have infants, uh, little ones, you can um, look after them up there. Um, what else was I going to say? I was going to say that, no, that's all. Um, if you're looking for the toilets, that's important, right? If you're visiting and you want to know the loser, uh, through the orange door at the back of the gym. Well, we're going to sing again uh, of this gospel, this good news. There is one gospel, this is verse 3, where hope is found. The empty tomb still speaks, for death could not keep my Saviour down. He lives and I am free. If that is your testimony, then I invite you to join me uh, in singing with thankful hearts and joyful hearts to our great God and Saviour. Please stand and let's sing together.
Please take a seat, friends. Uh, I'm going to add my welcome to those watching online too. So welcome if you're tuning in from home. Great to have you with us too. Uh, the leaflet you received on the way in, we'll just show you what's happening today. Uh, from now on, we're just going to have a series of um, Bible readings and um, short talks uh, with, a, with a, a song, a couple of songs in there too. So that'll just, uh, the leaflet will help you see what's going on. And before our first reader comes up, so I'm going to invite Caleb up in a minute to read from 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 8. I'm just going to pray for us. Our Father, this is a great day, uh, a day to celebrate. Thank you for our risen King. Uh, thank you for all that this means for us, that Jesus really did rise from the dead uh, in victory and triumph over sin and death. Uh, Father, thank you for your word that reveals these truths to us, uh, your precious word, your life-changing, transforming word. And as we hear it read and preached and spoken about, uh, we pray that um, you would do your work uh, powerfully through your word, that you'd encourage our hearts, help us to see uh, and really apprehend the sure and certain hope that this brings us and of the transforming power of your gospel. Uh, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Caleb. Where is Caleb? Here he comes. One Corinthians fifteen, verse one to eight. Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you have received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel, you are saved, if you hold firmly to the word I preach you, to you, otherwise you have believed in vain. For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised, and on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas and then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me also, as to one abnormally born. Thanks so much, Caleb. How good to have Caleb read for us today, everyone. Lovely to be here. Lovely uh, to see you all. My name's Duncan, the, uh, one of the pastors here at Trinity Church, Victor Harbour. How great to have this place full on Easter Sunday. And uh, as Steve has mentioned, a special welcome if you're visiting. Uh, we're here to think about the resurrection. So happy Resurrection Day. Um, resurrection is, uh, Easter is all about a public announcement. Okay, so uh, let's have that. Uh, have we got a picture of, uh, there we go. Easter is all about a public announcements. Um, that's what the word gospel means. It just means great news. 
It often had, when it was first used, it often had to do with a great victory. So uh, imagine if you're, imagine you're in a city, this kind of vicious enemy has come out to attack you, your army's gone out to fight, you're waiting in the city, waiting for news, and someone on the wall sees someone running towards you at a distance. They don't know what they're saying, they're yelling something, but as they get closer and closer, you hear him cry out, great news, we've won. That guy who's running and crying out that, that guy was proclaiming a gospel. That's what the word gospel means. Bringing great news that everyone celebrated because of. Now, I need some help to illustrate this. Uh, We had our own battle last week at our um, old-fashioned church picnic, egg and spoon race. So today we're going to do an Easter egg and spoon race. So I need four volunteers who might want to come up and who think they could do an Easter egg and spoon race. All right, yes, you young man over there with your hand up. Come on up, let's give him a clap. All right, Nate, come on up. Yeah, well done. Who's that? Someone over there with their hand up. Yes, come on down. And someone from right up the back. Okay, who's standing up tall there? That's Jemima. Come on down, Jemima. All right, let's give him a clap. Well done, guys. Okay, so... Oh, we've, we've got five. I've only got four eggs. So um, one of you is going to have to uh, miss out. Sorry. Now, how about... Um, oh, oh, no. <laughs> this is terrible. Um, hang on. I'll find some extra eggs. I've only got four spoons. <laughs> uh, okay. That's all right. Uh, what we'll do is two of you can do it together. All right. Okay, now, are you guys, are you, now, Asher, hello, Asher, how are you going? And what's your name? Hannah, hello, Hannah. Are you guys brother and sister? No, you don't know each other? No, you're sitting together, is that right? Did I, oh, I don't know what's going on. Oh, that's fine. Okay, well done. Jemima, hello, Nate, and hello, Ethan. Nice to see you. All right, so what I might do is get, oh, you've got an extra one, and you've got a spoon. Fantastic. Hey. Jane to the rescue. All right. Okay. So, well, everyone else, the four of you get really big eggs. Uh, okay. Okay. So, here we go. All right. Ethan. Here you go, mate. There's yours. Okay. Now, you go over there with your egg. All right. Jemima. Here you go. That's yours. You go over there with Ethan. Now, actually, Jemima and Nate, could I... Oh, no, 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 we do have an extra one. That's right. Um, all right. Nate, there you go. You go over there. It's all right. It's all right. These aren't, these aren't raw. Okay, now what was your name again? Hannah. Sorry, Hannah, I forgot your name. There you go. Now, Asha, I think, tell you what, I'm going to give you... You get a whole lot of these, but you have to have a little one because we've only got a little spoon. Sorry, mate. So that's okay. There you go. But I'll give you some more afterwards. All right. You guys go over there. Now, here we go. We're going to have a great race. All right. Um, you can, if you want to hold on to it, that's fine. Just hold on to it as you, as you run. Okay. So when I say go, you've got to come over here to... Here, give me a high five, then go back. Okay, so uh, let's see who can go first. Ready, everyone? Ready, set, go! Oh, oh, look at this! Oh, 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 hey, hey, that's all right, that's okay, okay, hey, that's good, my club. Okay, come over here, come over here, kids, come over here. Okay, who knows what's going on? Um, All right. Well done, everyone. You did a great job. Now, because it's Easter Sunday, everyone is a winner. So you all get to keep your egg, but you also all need to stand up here. So stand up on there for me, please. I'll get rid of these. You're already eating a chocolate egg. (laughs) I think you might have a fair few chocolate eggs today. All right. So what we're going to do is... We are going to see what the great announcement, remember what gospel means? A great announcement of victory. So you've all done a great job. You've all kind of won a great victory. And we're going to see what the great announcement of a victory was. So uh, there's some stuff written on your eggs. So how about 
we see Hannah. What's uh, actually who wants to go first? Ethan, let's have you first. What does it say on yours? Christ died for our sins. Excellent. Who's next, Hannah? You go next. He was buried. He was buried. That's right. Uh, I don't know. Oh, wait, no, no, not you. Nate. He was ro- risen. He was raised. Excellent. And what does yours say? Do you know what that says? He appeared to many. Awesome. Okay. So to help us out, actually, Jane, could I get your help again? Can you tape those, just as I'm talking, just along the, the, the bottom there? All right, this will help us this morning, friends, to remember what this great news is, okay? So, stay up there for a minute, guys. I'm going to speak about each of them. Um, So, who had Christ died for our sins? Ethan, you did. Okay, well, sin is our great problem. Sin is our great problem. Uh, The thing that we need saving from. So, we're made to live under God's good rule, uh, but we reject Him, we turn away, we want to live life our own way. We cut ourselves off from him who's the source of all life. And, but the great news of Easter, the, wonder, the great announcement that Easter gives us is that while in our sin we put ourselves in God's place, out of his love, God has put himself in our place. He's taken our place on the cross. That's what we remember on Good Friday. Uh, and so we can have his life. So that's Christ died for our sins. Who has he was buried? That was you. Yes, excellent. He was buried. So that... Jesus didn't just pass out. He was really, truly dead. Uh, and that could have been the end of the story. It would, have been, it would have been a noble sacrifice, wouldn't it? That could have been the end of the story. But it would have been kind of good. The gospel might have been good advice for us. But the gospel isn't just good advice. It's good news. It's good news. Here is why the gospel is such good news. Because that wasn't the end of the story. Who had the next one? He was raised. Nate, you got that one, didn't you? Yes, something happened that first Easter, something that had never happened before. Um, Something totally unique. Death couldn't hold Jesus. He rose again and and broke its power. And then, who had the last one? Jemima. What was was yours again? He appeared to many. He appeared to many people. And you would have heard as we read it too, this was all according to the Scriptures, according to God's great plan and purpose of salvation. Now, the Apostle Paul said this, this gospel, was oh, this great news about this awesome victory, was of first importance. That's what he says about it. It's of first importance. It's something solid to stand on. They took their stand on it. You guys are standing on something pretty solid, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. It was, it's something solid to build your life on and to stand on. It's a sure foundation. All right, we are going to sing a song now. Well done, guys. Can we give them a clap? You can take a seat. Leave the spoons there. You can take the eggs back. And Ashley, if you want to grab a couple more, you can. Good on you, mate. Yeah, (laughs) just Asher, guys. Just Asher. All right. Okay, take a seat. (laughs) Now, uh, we are going... Well done, guys. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, parents. Sorry. Uh, Okay, but we're going to sing a song now about uh, how Jesus is risen. But to do that, oh, oh, uh, but to to do that, uh, I need to go to the magical couch. I'm going to get out of here and uh, I'll see you on on the screen. Uh, Jesus being raised from the dead is such good news. It's such good news because he breaks the power of sin. And everyone who believes in him, all who come believing, are going to rise again like him. It's such good news because Jesus is mighty, mighty. Oh, this song, you need your mighty arms. Okay, can you do your mighty arms? Because he is mighty, 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 mighty to save. Okay, uh, it's a great song and a good thing to celebrate. Uh, because he lives and he rose from the grave. All right, put your mighty arms on. Let's sing. One, two, three, four. He lives.
upon the cross they laid him in the grave. Three days later, Sunday came, the stone was rolled away. Hear the angels say, He lives, He lives, Jesus the Savior. He lives, He lives, He rose from the grave and He's mighty, 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 you say. Jesus is the only way. Really quiet. Can you whisper? Okay, good. Let's go a little bit louder. Yes, he is mighty, 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 say. That's good. A bit louder now. Let's go. Two, three, and he's mighty, mighty, mighty. Jesus lives, he rose from the grave, and because of that, he, he has broken the power of sin, and he gives us hope that we will rise like him, free from all sickness and suffering and death and sin, uh, into his glorious new creation. So that's great news. So good on you. Go into this week, trusting this good God, knowing that he lives uh, and living for him. And uh, we'll see you next time on The Magical Couch. Oh, that's fun. Uh, what a fun um, talk and uh, what a great song. There's nothing like, no one like Colin Buchanan that can get uh, wonderful truths of the gospel to stick, right? Jesus is mighty to save. Did we all get that? I think so. Fantastic. We're going to hear the Bible read again. So we're going to hear the next couple of verses that um, following on from where we're up to. So verses 9 to 11, 1 Corinthians 15. So I'm going to invite Liv up now to do that reading for us. One Corinthians verse nine to twelve or eleven, for I am the least of the apostles and do not even deserve to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God I am what I am, and His grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Whether then it was I or they. This is what we preach, and this is what you believed. Thanks, Liv. Uh, fantastic. Okay, well, what we're going to do now, friends, we've heard about the good news, the great announcement of victory that Easter brings. We're going to think a little bit about what the Bible says about how it changed the lives of the first people who heard this news. And I'm going to use my story sticks to help me do that. Um, they've had a bit of a blowout, so part of them is a bit broken, but that's okay. All right, so here we go. We're going to think about who the people were who this good news came to and what it did to their lives, how it changed their lives. Have I got question mark the right way around? Yes. No? I th I th I'm sure I practiced that right. Is that? Yeah, that's, that's a question mark. Okay, goodness. We're off to a good start. I'm going to think about who the people were who this gospel came to at first 
and how it changed their life. Okay, so lots of people saw what happened on that first Good Friday, didn't they? Lots of people, give my glasses, lots of people saw what happens on that first Good Friday. Uh, they saw Jesus get taken up a hill. They saw Jesus get nailed to a cross. Lots of people saw him be buried in the tomb. And lots of people saw that stone get rolled over the front of the tomb so that the tomb was sealed up shut. But we know the good news, don't we? The great announcement, the gospel is he lives. Uh, So Jesus didn't stay lying down in the tomb. He got up. He rose from the dead. And lots of people, after he rose from the dead, lots of people saw him too. They did. Uh, Okay, here's the story of some of those people. His disciples were locked in a room. They were terrified. Their legs were shaking. They did not know what to do. Because uh, they were so terrified after Jesus had risen from, had um, died that they were so scared. All of a sudden, Jesus was there standing among them. And he said to them, look at my hand. Look at my hand where the nail went through. He said, look at my side where the spear went through. And they were transformed. They couldn't believe it. It really was Jesus. They were transformed. They went from being scared to being bold, and they told everyone. Now, when you see this tick, we need to say, Jesus is alive. Can you say that? Jesus is alive. (laughs) Jesus is alive. Okay, so that's what they said to the first people. Now, there were two other men, two men walking down the roads, uh, and suddenly Jesus appeared to them too. Now, these guys were sad. They were so, they, the, the disciples in the room were scared. These guys were sad because, they, because Jesus had died on the cross. But when Jesus came to them and revealed himself to them, they were transformed too. They went from being sad to being full of joy. And they went around telling everyone too that Jesus is alive. Tick. Yes. Okay, early one morning, the disciples got into a boat. It's hard to get this one wrong because it's symmetrical. So the disciples got into a boat uh, and they fished all night, but they did not catch any fish, did they? They 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 didn't catch any fish, not a single fish, until Jesus showed up. And then they caught so many fish, their boat was so full it started to sink. And they were, they were transformed too, and they went and told everyone that Jesus is alive. Yes, tick. Now, what about Paul? The Apostle Paul who wrote this letter we're thinking about today, uh, he went walking around. He was looking for people who believed in Jesus, who believed Jesus rose from the dead, not to join them, but to persecute them, to cause them harm, to lock them up in prison. Paul hated Jesus and hated his followers until Jesus appeared to him too. Jesus appeared to Paul, and he went from someone who was walking around looking for people to hurt who were Jesus' followers to someone who fell down on his knees before Jesus. Fell down on his knees before the risen Jesus, and he was transformed, and he started telling everyone too that Jesus is alive. Absolutely. Well, friends, we read in the story today too that Jesus appeared to over 500 people in that passage we read, over 500 people, most of whom, Paul says, were still living. Now, Paul's saying this to his first readers, okay? And you can invest, he's saying this, the first people who are reading this, he's saying, you can go investigate these people. There's 500 of them, most of them are still alive. He's saying, you can go up and talk to them. And they would say, look, I know it's amazing, it's unlike anything that's ever happened, It doesn't fit anything that I've ever thought before, but I saw him. I touched him. I heard him. And it wasn't just some vision. He really was there, flesh and blood, raised from the dead, and it changed everything. So that's the story of some of the people who, the first people uh, who who met Jesus risen from the dead, and it totally changed their life. 
what we're going to do now is think a little bit about, well, what does that mean for us today? Sure, it changed people's lives 2,000 years ago. How could it change your life? What difference does it have for you and for me today? And to help us do that, uh, Maureen is going to come and do our third Bible reading, which is the rest of this passage from 1 Corinthians 15. So thank you, Maureen. Good morning. Reading from verses 12 to 20. But if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. More than that, We are then found to be false witnesses about God, for we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead, but he did not raise him if in fact the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ, are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Maureen. Well, uh, so how does this news, this gospel, this announcement come home to you today? Um, How does it come home to every person here? What difference does it make? We're going to think a little bit about that. Because sometimes things things that look great can actually just come tumbling down, right? Sort of like this uh, house of cards falling over. Uh, Paul says that if Jesus wasn't raised, if he's not raised from the dead, If he didn't actually physically get up out of that grave, Paul says, Christianity is like this house of cards. Uh, It just all crumbles. It all falls down. And this news wouldn't be great at all. This, this This great announcement, this gospel wouldn't be great news at all. Your faith would be futile and you would still be in your sins. Uh, The author C.S. Lewis put it like this, Christianity, if false is of no importance, and if true, of infinite importance. The one thing it cannot be is moderately important. See what he's saying there? If Jesus is raised from the dead, it changes everything. If he's not, forget about it. And look at, and he, but here is the reason why this, this news really is so wonderfully good, why it is of infinite importance for you, For every person, why Jesus isn't like that house of cards, but he is a firm foundation that you can build your life on, someone you can entrust yourself to. Look at verse 20. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. Friends, Jesus' resurrection changes everything. It opens up a new world where you can be completely and freely forgiven for all your sin, for, for your life of ignoring God. The resurrection of Jesus means you can have new life with God now. And it means you can have an unshakable hope for the future. Because all those who trust in Christ will share in his defeat of death. That's what Paul says about, that's why, what he means when he talks about it being the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Jesus' resurrection is the one that guarantees all the rest uh, in this world that is so burdened by its darkness and sin and death. Jesus' resurrection cries out of a new, eternal world of light and life and love. Now, I need help to show this. 
Uh, just give me one moment. I'm going to get something set up to help us to see what it means that Jesus was the first fruits, the guarantee of our resurrection. Okay, when Jesus cracked open the tomb, it wasn't just good news for him. It was good news for everyone who trusts in him. So I've got something to try and help us see that. whacking ladle here as well. Okay, so here's what, here's what we need. I need someone who has a good, strong arm who might be able to help us crack open the tomb. Mullah, up you come, buddy. First hand up. Let's give him a clap. Okay, so this is what the great news of Easter is, the great news of the resurrection. When Jesus cracked open his tomb on that first Easter Sunday morning, it wasn't just good news for him. I mean, it would have been amazing, right? Someone rose again from the dead, but there's something much more amazing going on. Jesus is the first fruits, and his opening up the tomb leads to goodness and life and love for everyone who trusts in him. So, Milan, are you ready? Grab that ladle, the, the big one there. Yeah. Um, I put quite a few layers of chocolate on here, so it might take a little bit of hammering. Um, let's see how you go. Let's see if Milan can crack open the tomb just like Jesus did on that first Easter Sunday morning. All right, now hold it the other way. So you're hitting it with the, yeah, that's it. And give it a good whack. (laughs) Well done. Take an egg on you, buddy. How good was that? I miss, I, I underestimated your strength, Milan. How good is that? When Jesus cracked open that tomb, it led to goodness and life and love for everyone who trusts in him. Uh, and so, kids, you can come after when we're finished in here, you can come and grab some eggs, if you like, uh, from the tomb as a, as a symbol of that to help you remember that. Um, friends, this is incredible news. Over the next two Sundays here at Trinity Church, we're going to be hearing the rest of this amazing chapter of the Bible from 1 Corinthians 15. It, uh, we're going to look more at the, the future hope that we can have because of Jesus' resurrection and the way that it shapes all of life today and gives you, can give you a meaning and a purpose in life that can never be shaken, can never be taken away. And that is just as good news today as it was for those first people who heard it. 2,000 years ago, it can change your life if you will receive it. So uh, we all stand on something, don't we? So the question is, is what you're standing on good news? A great announcement of an incredible victory. Is what you're standing on solid, able to give you hope, able to give you a sure hope? Is it the sort of good news that can transform you from the inside out? Or is it like that house of cards that will come crumbling down? The good news of Jesus' death and resurrection has been proclaimed for 2,000 years. And this, friends, is the good news that has been proclaimed to you today as we're gathered here together. Today is a great day to do what those people did 2,000 years ago, not just to hear this good news, but to receive it with joy to take your stand on it and to be saved yourself. I'm going to lead us in a prayer. Uh, This is a prayer that everyone here can pray. Uh, It's a prayer especially for those perhaps who aren't yet trusting in Jesus, don't know know Jesus as their Lord. Uh, If that's you and you want to pray this prayer, you can pray it along with me in the quietness of your hearts. And I'd love to chat to you afterwards if that's you. But let me lead us in prayer as we finish up. Great God, I thank you for the good news of Jesus' death and resurrection. I admit my sin before you. I have not loved you as I ought, and I have not loved my neighbor as myself. But thank you for your great, unending, amazing love. 
Thank you for sending Jesus to die in my place, to forgive my sin, to give me an eternal hope through his resurrection from the dead. Help me to live from today onwards, remembering and rejoicing in this great life-giving news. In the name of the Lord Jesus, who loved me and gave himself up for me, and who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Wasn't that uh, excellent, brilliant? What a creative pastor we have, by the way. I didn't know about any of this. What a great fun day and a way to, yeah, share that uh, wonderful message of the gospel. Um, We're going to sing a really helpful song, a really wonderful song, because what is clear from today, um, I think we've all seen it, is that um, there is a real and certain and wonderful life-giving hope in Jesus, but it's found in Christ alone, wonderfully, wonderfully met in his death and resurrection. So please stand and let's sing together. In Christ alone our hope is found.
Well, that is our final song. So thank you again for uh, joining us uh, uh, today. And we do invite you, as I said before, to join us with some uh, after some morning tea, afternoon tea. I don't know. We must be getting close uh, out there. So there are hot cross buns. There's some more Easter eggs. And I think there's some chunks of chocolate that someone gets to chew on up here. Um, if, uh, yeah, next Sunday, it's a, very, it's a very special day for our church family. We have three of our folk, uh, Dale, Salma and Lilla Sheridan, are going to be baptised following the service. So, um, yeah, you're all invited to come along to that. That'll be a, a great time of celebration of new life in Christ for them. Um, now, yeah, that's down at John Crompton Reserve. And for all you regular folk, um, that's a great time to have a church picnic too. So bring along some lunch if you want to and you can kind of hang around. Um, that's not essential, but let's come along and support our brothers and, brother and sisters in Christ on that special day. Uh, just to, as we go, I want to invite you uh, to proclaim with me this wonderful um, truth of um, the living hope that is in the resurrection of Jesus from 1 Peter 1.3. Uh, let's, uh, yeah, proclaim this all together. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, in his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Friends, the Lord is risen indeed. Hallelujah. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Happy Easter. Have a great day.